Cake podcast where we do all of the dishing, but ain't no baking. No baking here. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh, we always treat ourselves metaphorically because we chit chat about different things every week. Uh, but we also treat ourselves with literal treats. And I'm really excited about today's. I know I am too. While we don't do any baking, we are talking about buns in the oven. Oh. Buddy. Oh, buddy, it's baby fever season, everybody. So since we're talking about all things bearing children, we got some baby bottle pops. Baby, baby bottle pop. This is so funny. I haven't seen these since I was a kid. I'm so glad that you found them so effortlessly. We got to bring in Fun Dip if we find something appropriate to pair that with, topic-wise. An episode about fun. <laughs> That's every episode, Cammie. Oh, you're so right. But I do love these. You uh, love cheers. Click, it. click, right? Uh huh. And then you dip it and shake it. Oh, you don't, don't shake it. Okay, I want to shake and it. And lick it again. That was the the theme song. Yeah, it was a pretty bad one. Yeah. I got too much. I just got like the teeny tiniest little just the bit, tip. just the tip. So anyway, we're talking <laughs> about making babies today. <laughs> Not necessarily the process. Not the process. Just babies and kiddos and pregos and um we're also going to talk about how, like the process of having kids at one point but we would rather just start on the positive stuff about kids uh if you don't know us personally neither one of us have human children we have fur children which are much easier to deal with yeah i would assume i think i mean it's poop in a bag it's pretty easy right that's pretty easy and kids are <laughs> completely different from dogs although some days i'm not really sure but there are some, like, wonderful things about babies. Well, yeah, common denominator with babies and most dogs. Usually a lot of them are cute. Not all, but a lot that of them true. are pretty, pretty Woo! cute. Woo! I have seen some ugly babies. I really don't know if I have seen a really ugly baby before. Not in person. We had one of those scenarios where we had a family friend come over, me and my sister, and she's, she, like, gave us a photo to keep because we were close. And it was the ugliest baby. <gasps> and I feel bad saying that because it's like, oh, babies aren't beautiful. And hopefully she's grown out of it. Oh, I might yeah. have caught the baby in an awkward phase, which you wouldn't think would happen within their, like, first year of life. Oh, that's unfortunate. I'm talking, it's just, it was just the, the closest thing I can ra- relate this child to in this particular photo is, um, like, Gollum. <gasps> from Lord of the Rings. Was it a skinny baby? She Is was that just why? she just kind of had crazy teeth and she was pale so you could kind of see some of her veins around Ugh. her eyes Mm-mm. and she had like kind of scraggly hair cuz she was a baby. But what we did was evil and this is probably why I will have like horribly ugly children or something. But Devin and I kept taking this photo and hiding it in each other's rooms <laughs> for a good like 2 years. But well, there are beautiful babies. And some ugly babies grow up to be a very attractive adult. So and you some know what? adorable babies grow up to be ugly. Uh, ugly adults. That's true. So Dang. you know what? It's Don't all a judge a, a, a human by its baby face. <laughs> the cutest baby I know right now is my little nephew. He is just from a, a complete like bystander with mm. all this. An incredibly cute He's baby. Really cute. Devin and her husband Ethan had Liam in February. Um, and Devin Eight as months. a baby. Yeah. Oh my God. Did you do that math that fast? Yeah. I figured it out. Wow. You're like a 
baby Rain Man. <laughs> um, no, they had a baby in February, and he Devin was an adorable baby. Um, and I've seen pictures of Ethan, and he was too. And they're both attractive people, so naturally they're baby. He's like precious moments, sparkly blue eyes, little button nose. Oh yeah, that's super I mean, smiley. Like move over, Huggies. That's yeah. a Pampers baby <laughs> yeah. right there. He's so cute, and he's getting into that age where he's 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 crawling, he's um, pulling himself up, he's making noises but not quite talking. So it's that really fun age. Yep. I know you love babies around yep. like what is it like a year, year and a half. That's my favorite age. It's mm-hmm. like the like tipsy toddler age yeah. when they're right, they're walking but they're falling and they're talking but you can't really understand them and so they fun. still need a lot of help. Yeah. And yes. they're like fussy when they f- get frustrated. Oh, it's so cute. It's really That's cute. my favorite age from like 7 months, I would say 8 probably yeah. where Liam is now to about a year and a half. Yeah. Sign me up. Yeah. Sign me up. Tipsy toddler. That is perfect. Because you hear people say that like babies are basically drunk adults. And it's mm-hmm. so true. Mm-hmm. He is precious. And he gives me the fever. I don't have a lot of babies out there that give me the fever. But he does. Maybe it's because I watched my sister have him. That could be part of it, too. And uh, I have another close friend who I was who I was there like from the beginning of her pregnancy, too. And, and, and to the baby. You know, that's the end of a pregnancy, right? Right. Beginning and then baby. And then baby. And the baby. That's all it is. And that's the, that's the part that gives me the fever is not only seeing friends with cute babies, also having seen that they were able to get through their pregnancy and they survived. And now they like have this amazing baby and what a connection and my life has forever changed. And blah, blah, blah. That's nice. And that's apparently how my mom was. She's like, oh, pregnancy was easy. Yeah. It wasn't hard. People that complain about labor are whining. <laughs> and then in the back of my mind, I mean... But I also want to roll my eyes because I just I thought about my friend and I won't name her, but she she's had two children now and she's about our age. And I remember when she had her first kid, I texted her congratulations. And I think she was just loopy because everything was wearing off. And she said, thanks. We're all so happy. Everything is beautiful. My vagina is ruined. (laughs) But Cody and I are thrilled. I'm in so much pain. Like you could tell she was (gasps) so grateful and so in love with her newborn daughter. And yet she was devastated. She was so torn. Apparently her liver was not. Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll, we'll get there. I want to bask in the uh, in the goodness. Right. For a moment. Right. Especially well, this time of year. Mm-hmm. Like, end of the year, the holidays are happening. You're getting together with family. You're seeing little kids go meet Santa and stuff. And I'm just like, it wouldn't be so bad, right? Like, look how cute that sweater is on that baby. And baby clothes. Baby clothes without the babies in them are equally as cute as the That's babies That's true. I themselves. could just buy them and make myself a little fake kid. Yeah. Put them on my dog. Yeah, might be like, it's the same. <laughs> <laughs> Make a fake kid that might be voodoo, but you know, it's all right. It's fine. Tomato. As long as I don't abuse it, I would love it and then just put it in the corner to stare at me in my sleep. There are so many themed things to do now when someone's pregnant. It's like, okay, well, you got to have this registry and this registry and this shower for that, but then a shower for this thing. Oh, and also the gender reveal party. And then uh, you have to send an announcement. You have to send pregnancy f- announcements, pictures while you're pregnant before yeah. the baby's there. Yeah, ultrasound photos going around, yeah. social media. Yeah. I feel like it's always relative to the person. I have had several friends have babies now, which is super weird. Yeah. And being in the South, obviously, a lot of kid, kids, a lot of us kids, a we just go off kids. and get married and start having our babies. But, but it's true. Really. But uh, having watched several people go through pregnancies and have kids and second pregnancies and yep. third, yep. it's 
it's interesting and informative and it does make me feel different things. And then I had another friend who had pre- who got pregnant and she did everything in her pregnancy as natural as possible. She did what's called the Bradley method. I'm like learning all this stuff. That's the breathing one where you have, you know, it's it, you don't really push as much, right? You kind of let your body contract itself naturally. Am I, I, I'm I might not be making that positive. up. Positive. Okay. I don't know if it's just it's not just um, related to labor. It's related to your entire pregnancy. She didn't get any ultrasounds because um, it's like radiation and mm. stuff, mm. I guess. Um, and she had the baby all natural and she super, super natural. And she was I like, like that. yeah, I do too. It's a lot of stuff that's available to make it like super easy and just like Foom, baby. Oh, yeah. Which but is, it's nuts. I had, I was at some Christmas party last year and met this doula. I can't remember her name, but I talked to her for like an hour. Yeah. And she was like, so are you looking to have kids? And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm not even dating anyone. Yeah. I just find this fascinating. Yeah. It's, you could, you could talk to doulas for hours. Um, my yep. friend Kat, this is, she was the one that did the Bradley method. And um, her mother has been a doula in the past. Oh, I love so it. So her mom was her doula, which is super cool to me. That is cool. But she also um, took it a little bit further and also chose not to not to find out the gender of her baby. They found out and told Kat's mother and like her sister-in-law or something. She was kind of shocked at how bizarre she felt telling people nowadays. She was like, no, I'm waiting to find out what what I'm having because I don't. I don't want to start all of that stuff so soon. But then I have also had friends that have gotten pregnant and were addressing their child by their name as soon as they find it, like on social media and like when they talk to their belly and stuff. Like they were like, you know, little Michaela is moving around so much. Took Michaela to the park today. And I'm going, okay, but I mean, like, She's in you your know, belly. Michaela's <laughs> the size of an acorn. Yeah, right now, swimming and goo. Yeah, exa- I always picture them like swimming, <laughs> like backstroking. But it's weird. I don't know. I I don't love gender reveal parties. I was gonna say the same thing. I'm glad you feel yeah, that no, way. Yeah, no, yeah, no. I don't like them. <laughs> I just feel like it's just so commercialized, and it's like, oh, wait, do we have to celebrate a gender one? Because then the kid might grow up and decide, you know what, I, this actually isn't who I feel like mm-hmm. I am, or they might just be, uh, you know, completely androgynous, and it's just, just stop, just, just have the baby. If you want to buy pink stuff, buy pink stuff, but like, shut up. <laughs> it's like, weird to see them do the parties and have people like bet. On, oh, I know on which one it's going to be. And then you see, like, if it's a girl, sometimes the dad is like really Red. upset. And I'm yeah. like, that just seems bizarre to celebrate that to me. Agreed. Because it's it's just weird. And it's like, what do you even do at those parties? Yeah. Do you bring a gift to a gender reveal party or do you just pop balloons? And yeah. And then if, if you bought like a boy gift and then they're like, we're having a girl. It's like, OK, well, I'll just take this back. Well, I guess to each their own. Yeah. I also don't like, and some of these are very tasteful, i.e. Beyonce. Well, yeah. But I don't like pregnancy photos. Like when they have their belly yeah. out, I'm just like. Ah. I go back and forth. I go back and forth on it. Um, and it's and it's probably. I'm talking like the glamour shot, like the done up photo shoot. Glamour, like naked, holding oh, your boobs. Yeah, and you're holding like, your boobs. Baby. And like, it's just, you know, you're looking down at your stomach and it's just. Like yeah, yeah. I could have done that after eating a burger. Like, <laughs> let's calm down. Well, cause see, I have this weird thing where I think that pregnant women should be allowed to wear whatever bathing suit they want to the beach. I agree with that. That doesn't bother me. No, or like me if neither. they want to wear a crop top, cause it's hot. Right. And you're trying to cover up so much. I it's like eh. 
And you know what? It's those same people or those personality types that they always complain afterwards about like their baby weight. And it's like, your kid is seven. Yeah. Like you, <laughs> it's been a minute. You've had time. You've had some time. That's the part that freaks me out is not baby weight, but your post baby body. Well, that's different. Yeah. Because it, I mean, th- I mean, it's like you hear it, but you don't register it until it's someone, you know, or until it happens to you. And so I have had these friends be like, well, I used to kind of have like a boyish figure, but now I've got these hips because my bones literally oh, opened yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Things changed. My hands are a different shape. Like that has happened to people. That's super That's freaky. weird to me too. I, and timeline with pregnancy is really weird too. Because some people are like, don't announce that you're pregnant. Traditionally, in the past, I've heard like you actually should wait until five months. Oh, and yeah, some that, people are. I thought it was I mean, first trimester. I don't. No? I mean, is that? Um, but it's like nowadays, it's like you're two minutes pregnant, Ugh. and people are posting photos like, "Can't wait to meet you." <laughs> it's a sunflower. It's theme. like you don't even know for sure. You haven't even been to the doctor. That's like, another thing I, I'm uh, sick of. Are the pictures of the measuring the belly with the chalkboard sign? Yeah, they're like today the size of an eggplant. Yeah, it's like I don't just when it's here, I'll say hi, but <laughs> I'm not gonna address your fruit. Gosh, pregnancy and social media sorry <laughs> it is like i feel really hypocritical because there are times where i know friends that are pregnant and i'm like i haven't heard anything about your pregnancy how are you doing what's going on how big are you is it swollen are you still sick what trimester are you even in what is a trimester and then there are other people where i'm like oh i actually haven't been uh, notified in three minutes that you are pregnant and oh 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 there it is oh wait there, no, i see that you're, so pregnant. you're still pregnant okay because it like infiltrates their entire life and some people are like i'm just trying to get stuff done and i just happen to be pregnant well so that that could it goes on for a lot of different subjects but yeah pregnancy and social media can be a nightmare yeah well or and it's lovely like, it can be nice i mean I, I think all of it you know in moderation i like social media when the babies are there oh yeah that's give me fun. the baby pics all day every day I mean, and this isn't this. This is true before social media was even a thing that people just like try to paint their pregnancy as this like beautiful, lovely experience. And it's like it's just been so overwhelmingly joyous. And I feel like I am more connected to Mother Earth than I ever have been. And it's like, hey, um, aren't you literally spewing out both ends right now? I just there's too many horror stories. There's a ton. But they don't tell them. And then you find out later and you're like, what? And I have I have a list of some stories that are pretty terrifying. But before we get there, just to do a little litmus test, uh, would you say you're baby fever is that like a like 100 is it at like a solid 99 because I, I have think never gotten into like the 90s ever with baby fever but I'm often at like zero so when I do get to like 60 70 high baby fever right. I'm going oh god oh god it's like it's like when you pass when you start getting closer and closer to 30 obviously some people are like my clock is literally ticking but I Ugh. You know, it's just, it's this, it's this age, this time of year. And my sister has a kid now and my friends have kids now. And I'm going, we'll see if they can. So right now I would say baby fever from zero to a hundred right now. It's at like, it's at like 80. That's good. I think that's good. But it's not. I can't, I can't take care of a baby right now. Well, you I have, am the baby. You have 20 percentiles left to notch up so yeah, that's, that's fine I'll it's shake okay it to want it. it's fine i'll just get another dog no i need 
need to remind myself That's of the horrifying stories to keep it at bay until I'm legitimately ready. And because I'm, I am the boss of me. My body is not the boss of me. That's what I'm here for. Thank you. <laughs> so I, I, full disclosure, did read some of these because I wanted to prepare myself oh beforehand. Um, okay. Uh-oh. I have a few. They're all pretty short. These are all not, they're not about children. They're about actual delivery Pregnancy, problems. labor, delivery, yeah. all that yeah. good stuff. Okay. I don't know if any of them are about pregnancy. I think they're all about delivery. That's where, I mean, that's where, you know, a lot happens. A lot I, happens. Yes. Oh, good thing to also do if you have baby fever is just Google crowning baby. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, here's one. Oh, no. After I gave birth, the midwife went pale and literally ran out of the room to find a surgeon. Because apparently I had torn so badly that she was concerned I might need my clitoris sewn back <gasps> on. Oh my god! Now that you're clenching, I can assure you that everything is back in working order. So it ended up being fine, but apparently the nurse. <gasps> See, that's the thing is that I learned that late in life. I feel I should have learned as soon as you learn how babies are conceived. Like by the way, you could rip front to back. Pure rippage. And, and also, I know this is like TMI, but people, this is real. It's real. This Men and women both life. need to know this. It's not always miraculous. Sometimes it's horrifying and painful. Ugh. Woo. This one's kind of funny. Well, the lady starts by saying, I can't even type it out because I will cry. But she said, let's just say it involved three and a half hours of pushing, a manual inversion, a <gasps> broken tailbone, an <gasps> ambient, and hallucinations of giraffes cleaning underneath my bed. What? <laughs> because she was like on ambient and had her epidural and just all this crazy it stuff. So it was loopy. hilarious. Oh my, what? A what inversion? A what? A manual inversion? I don't know what that means. It doesn't sound good. Is that like when a cow gives birth and they wrap stuff around the legs and just like yank it out? Oh my God. I I don't don't know. know Inversion though. That to me sounds like stuff came out that had to be put back in. Yeah. That's. Ooh. ooh. I have heard stories of that. That babies just like drag some of you with them. Oh, this one is post uh, baby. Yeah. Okay. So this lady had an emergency C-section. And she said, after my baby's heart rate became irregular, I had an emergency C-section, blah, blah, blah. Everything went okay, got home, and a couple of days later, I stood up from peeing, and a massive rush of blood and fluid came (gasps) out. My C-section reopened itself, and it took six weeks of tape and wound vax and a daily nurse visit, and then she was mostly back to normal. It reopened. I don't know how, like, how that happened. That has to be suable for malpractice, but I would pass out. I, I'm sure she did, too. I don't the know. Poor things. You think you're done, but you're never <laughs> done. Pregnancy 2.0. God almighty, that sounds horrifying. This one scares me a lot, because, and you can probably relate, because it has to do with, like, this woman being just anxious. Oh, yeah. So she said she attempted a natural delivery with her twins, but she needed a C-section. And she has this fear of things covering her face. So she was instantly triggered by the anesthesia mask. (gasps) So she had a panic attack on a psychotic level and was hitting staff and trying to tear the IVs out of her arms. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That would be me. And she said, uh, due to it being a twin preterm delivery as well as an emergency C-section, it was easy for me to slip from this is scary and sudden and unplanned to they're trying to kill me. (gasps) And she said, I felt really embarrassed in recovery two hours later. But can you imagine just that fear? See, I have a funny story um, of a family member. I don't want to embarrass them. 
But the story is that um, she started having contractions, knew that she was going into labor. And sometimes with pregnancy brain and all the adrenaline, you're kind of just like you don't always make normal decisions, but nothing crazy. You're just like, "Ah, I need to clean. I've heard of like women like they start having contractions and they clean their whole house. This person was like, I need to go take a shower. I just need to get cleaned up and clean before I go and have a baby. As if, as if that matters. Like, I need to get clean for the doctors oh, is what she said. My mom painted her nails. Yeah, see? Yeah, weird. It's fine. Let's, like, beautify before I go squeeze someone out of me. And as soon as she got in the shower, pooped. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. I learned there are things you can do to, to, to accelerate your contractions and get into labor faster oh, because people yeah. just want to get it done and get it over with. And she did, um, you, you'd, like, take castor oil Castor like do oil, a shot of castor oil. Spicy food. Yeah, sex, she did yeah. that, but apparently she wasn't aware that the downside to doing castor oil is that um, it loosens things up and you <laughs> absolutely will poop. Well, yeah, isn't that, isn't it known as a natural laxative? Yeah, that too, but she just didn't even think about it and she was oh, like, I just no. want this baby out and she had already done all the other things. So she did that, pooped on the doctor, and as soon as she told me that story, at first I was like, ah, but then I go, I'm going to do that on purpose. That way, when I have my kid and my kid's acting up, I can be like, I took a shit on you when I pushed you out of me. <laughs> and I will do it again. Yeah, I will tie you down and I will take a crap Just like go face. and get the castor oil and yeah. hold it up. Back up. Shake it. <laughs> I will poop on you. <laughs> okay. Uh, this Okay. This one is, in my opinion, the worst. After my C-section, things went horribly wrong. My abdominal muscle wall clamped down and they couldn't get my uterus back in my body. I know. I had the OB, two residents, two nurses, and the anesthesiologist trying to pull on my muscle layer enough to stuff my uterus back in, but it wouldn't budge. Four drugs later, they finally got it back inside my body. But can you imagine just your body being like closed for business? just in and, and they're they just, you know how c-section they're just holding your organs like uh uh like what do god's gotta go back in having a baby is the most metal thing ever and people it downplay really- <laughs> it so much it's like my organs were out of me and i took a crap on the doctor and then they couldn't shove it back in because i was too strong yep her uterine has she had more babies uh, she didn't say I don't know. The lady that had her clitoris fall off, she had another baby. <laughs> my mom says that um, with my oldest sister, she says they used some sort of tool. The doctor used some sort of tool to like help pull the baby out. She was like, yeah, and the doctor took like two giant salad tongs and grabbed Paige by the head and just kind of like pulled her out. I don't know if they use those anymore, but she was like, it was just this kind of like clamp that was like, get the baby. Oh, no. Oh, these two. Are th- okay, the last two are funny. I feel like we could go back. Well, this one's not that funny, but it's kind of I mean, funny. It's all great and funny. <laughs> so this lady said, uh, my epidural fell out and no one believed me, which is weird. Oh, my God. So the doctor said, do you feel this? And stabbed me in the stomach with a scalpel during what? an emergency C-section. Couldn't he have just pinched her or something? Or just checked the epidural, see if it was still in there. What? That is not cool. Yeah, that one is really messed up. Is that the whole story? Just that? That's it. This one actually is funny. Okay. And I'm surprised it was even on the list with all of these other horrifying ones. Oh, no. This one says, my baby had a bowel movement in utero. In utero. So <gasps> the first thing that I heard when the doctor opened me up for my C-section was, whoa, somebody pooped in the pool. Oh. 
which is terrible but the baby pulled a caddy shack oh my god okay did you know that babies they do that they do poop inside you but because they're not eating solid matter it's they'll come out and their first few poops it's like tar oh it's gross it's disgusting Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they literally just poop out like slime and it just like oh babies are little aliens they're like little parasites a literal parasite Oh, it's living ooh. off of you. It's feeding right? off of you. Isn't that mm-hmm. freaky? Babies are freaky. A miracle or freaky? A miraculous freak. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's the title of my autobiography. You'd be, and, you know, and all the women are like, you just go through it and you'd be surprised. It's a lot easier than you think. And everything just falls into place. And I'm like, I feel like you're just you were drugged and you just don't remember now because the kid is like five. Right. There was adrenaline involved. And now you have a cute baby to prove it. My um, husband, his mom tells me that he was a rather large baby. <laughs> well, he's a large human. He's a large human, so he was a large baby. He's a tall human. He's perfectly proportioned. Right, right, right. He's tall. He was a 10-pound baby. And so I was like, oh, that's a pretty big baby. And that is also one of my fears is, like, me being a small human, marrying a large human. <sighs> and I've just heard of, like, really scary stories of other women who are really petite that happened with my sister. I know she wanted to have Liam naturally, but then they had to break her water. Oh. Uh, can we talk about what breaking a water is? It's really gross. I almost I use an expletive. I don't know if I actually understand it. Okay. Educate me. I got it. Baby and fever is down from 80 to like 68 right now. I and I need it to go down. So, okay. And if you're listening to this and I'm completely just wrong, please let me know. But from my understanding... Breaking your water is when basically your uh, like the, the the bubble of in which the baby is being held in your body breaks. So like you know how the baby's floating and all that yeah. fluid, it literally just like down is that here. the placenta? No, I don't know. I'm gonna look it up. Okay, it's see, bother me. like that too. I just feel so uneducated on the whole subject. That breaks, right? It's the rupture of the amniotic sac. Is that the placenta? The placenta feeds the baby. Yeah, it's like the, there's what a it lot eats. going on. There's too many sacs and fluids and something called a mucus plug, which is just the freakiest thing I've ever heard. It says the breaking of the amniotic sac and the gush that ew, ew, that gush. follows, <laughs> signaling that your baby is getting ready to be born. So I guess, so I guess within the uterus is an amniotic sac. And the mitochondria is the powerhouse. And a little freaky baby pops through it. Yeah, that's it. Um, a lot of women try to, if it's possible, they try to save their placenta because apparently if you can save the placenta. Like you keep it in you or save it no, outside No, no, no. You, you, you take it. Okay. Like the okay. doctor like gets it and gives right. it to you in like, I don't know, a Ziploc bag. I'm not sure. Um, and you take it and you get it dehydrated. And you can get it crushed into like a powder form and people put them in capsules and take it as pills and put it in their smoothies and stuff because it's just literally putting back this like pure nutrients that you were feeding your baby with back into your body and you like heal faster and your like skin is glowing. So I told my sister this. I was like, you have to eat your placenta, eat the placenta. And she was like, that's freaky. I'm not doing it. It is freaky, but I would do it because it's freaky. I would (laughs) totally do it. Because I know that you can dehydrate it and put it in a capsule. I mean, like, she thought that I meant, like, take a big, meaty Some bite. Some people do, I think. I guess they do, especially I think I in other weird it. cultures. But I was trying really hard to encourage her to do it. Um, and I was grossing her out because we started coming up with delicious um, menu <laughs> items. 
involving placenta, I was like, ooh, start off with some cheesy placentots. Can we open a placenta restaurant? Yeah. Like a food truck. Yeah, and just call it like amniotic. Oh, yeah. Or something super trendy. Placent tacos mm. with a dessert of placent tiramisu. Ooh, yum. Placent tequila shot. Yeah. Not meant for pregnant mothers. You could put the dried crumbled placenta around the little uh, shot glass. Like See? You dip it in. You dip the rim mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. placenta. <laughs> Dehydrated dust. And sugar. Baby bottle pop. <laughs> yes. Baby bottle pop sugar. Secretly <laughs> made of babies. I don't know. I feel like I go back and forth between being like drugs, hospital, I don't even want to know it happened, and being like, I need to have my child in the forest in a bed of leaves, and I will eat my placenta meat. I want to eat my placenta just for the shock factor. Exactly, and tell everyone. Yeah, that's Another all. thing you can threaten your kid with. I ate my placenta mm-hmm. for you. Remember what you came in? I ate it for <laughs> breakfast. Be like, do you want to eat your placenta? No. No? Didn't think so. Go to your room. Go to your room. <laughs> So I actually, funny enough, I'm going to pull it up right now. I was on Twitter yesterday and I think it was on BuzzFeed. Let's see. I'm pretty sure I favorited it. Baby quizzes. We have gathered the data for the top names in 2017 that I guess parents named their kiddos. I want to know because I know we actually have kind of moved away from like the crazy names, you know, like Wingspan and Apple, but it's moved into like. Naming their kids like Heath. Right. These are the most popular. Okay, I want to know. Um, do you have any guesses for boy or for girl? I want to say the name Gemma for a girl, which That's is really on my pretty. list. It's very pretty. That's but I beautiful. feel like it's really popular. And and I'm also going to say Quinn. Gender irrelevant. Okay, okay. So neither are <laughs> on the girl or boy. The number one girl name. Here's a hint has been ranked number one for the eighth consecutive year. Yikes. The top three I could have guessed easily. Eight out of the top ten names end in the letter A for girls. Kara. So number one is Sophia. Oh, well. Two is Olivia. Olivia. Three is Emma. And then there's Ava, Isabella, Mia, Aria. And there's Riley and Zoe. And then Amelia. (laughs) What's the deal? I know. I, I guess... People uh, like their uh, names. It's easy to follow up a middle name when you end with a vowel. That's true, but let's go back to the IE days. Am I right? Hey, Katie, Cammy, Kelly, Cassie, Brittany. My mom's a middle school teacher, but she watches the, the, the popular names come through. Mm-hmm. And she had a year where she had six or seven Sierras. Oh, wow. all white girls named Sierra. There are names that you hear adults have. You go, have you ever met a baby named Carol? (laughs) Ellen. But there are certain names that you only associate with like middle-aged people. Right. Like what what baby do you know? Margaret, Pamela. Margaret, Pamela. Mm -hmm. What about boy names? What do you think is like the top boy names this year? Uh, Turk. Okay, this is popularity, (laughs) not like wacky. (laughs) These are Um, all pretty normal names with the exception of like maybe one. Elliot? I'm actually surprised that Elliot's not on there. The number one name has been number one for five years in a row now, and it's Jackson. Jackson. That makes sense. Liam is number two in popularity. There's my nephew. There you go. He's precious. Noah, which I know is popular. Aiden is popular. Lucas, which I did not know was popular. I, I know two, Do two you? Lucases. And then Caden. 
Caden, yeah. Grayson, which is new yep. to the top 10 this year. Yep. Mason. Grayson, Mason. Uh, Elijah and Logan. Logan's new to the top 10 this year. I just feel like these are all white people names. They are. Well, maybe not Elijah, just that one. <laughs> I'm like, who's making these lists? Because I know, I mean, clearly the most popular name Jackson. in the world should be Muhammad. Yeah, like that true. It literally is. And like, the, right. You know, this is America. Yeah. Well, only white people here, I guess. I feel like Jackson could be pretty ethnically ambiguous. That's probably true. And maybe that's me being mm. um, ingrained by the system <laughs> to think that these names should only go to white babies. I blame society. <laughs> babies i i don't know if i'll be able to have my own children one day hopefully i can it's kind of up in the air but if i adopt um i would like to adopt a kid in need i don't care really where they come from but since it's not completely out of the equation i mean there are options for baby daddies Mm -hmm. you i mean you know who's going to be part two of your equation which is really nice yeah like that's i have a built-in baby daddy and y'all are gonna have really cute kids i hope so oh you will you very (laughs) much compliment each other so you will thank you so much i mean i don't know um i mean i can call someone and ask them are you serious yeah why not you want to just call somebody and be like, hey, if I'm not married and by 40 and you're not married by 40, I don't want to get married. Do you just want to have my kid with me? Yeah, like I have time ticking. Oh, my gosh. Um, let me just scroll through my texts. All right. I have two two people that are guys that I very much know are single right now. Sure. Let, why not? We'll just let's just call them and be like, hey, how do you feel about kids? All right. Let's just see if this person answers. All right. I'm calling my friend Patrick. Also a good name. He's very funny. He said he was drunk at a hotel, so this could be interesting. Yeah, I mean. Hello. Hi, Patrick. What up, baby? Hey, can I ask you a question? Yes, you can. How do you think of me, like, genetically? Of you genetically? Yeah. Uh, I mean, as a, (laughs) you're a female? I, I, correct. Um, like my, my genes, my, uh, you know, like, what do you, do you think there's something going there that you might be interested in, uh, using? Uh, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> genetically, you're funny, you're smart, you know, you're, you're a young, good looking lady. What's there not, what's, what's there not to use? That's so nice. Oh, that's so nice. Um, yeah. So I have a question. Would you um, want to have children? Absolutely. All right. The children I could get out of you, they would be stellar athletes. Athletes? They better be. Oh, yeah, I'm really athletic. Between, All right. my athletic. between my athletic background and your good genes, these kids better take over the good world. Yeah, I'm real athletic. I'm so glad. Oh, that makes me happy. Thanks. How's um your hotel? Yeah, it's fantastic. I'm in uh, Indianapolis housing my parents' dog with me because they're in Detroit taking care of my sick grandmother. Oh, there you go. Well, that's... Lock there this you go. guy down. Listen to how caring All right. Yeah. All right, Patrick, thank you for um um your sperm. I'm going to go. I'm so excited to hear how this works out. <laughs> All right, thanks. Bye. <laughs> Katie! Yeah, Patrick! Oh my god, this poor guy oh, thinks he's, so he's gonna funny. have your kids with you. No, he'll he just he <laughs> he just was like, absolutely. Wow! Well, hey, at least you've got somebody secure. Mama did it! 
<laughs> Pam, if anything, we found someone she can procreate with. Wow. But hey, if you can just call up a guy and be like, let's cut the crap. I mean, I've got the goods. You've got the goods. Let's just make a pact and make sure in case we don't have babies, we will. So, yeah, you're right. Maybe I should just call people and ask if they want to, like, you know, mate. Cut out the middleman and yeah. first see, just just go ahead and get to like that fifth, eighth, tenth date question. Right. See if they're up for it and be like, OK, cool. I mean, we'll put a pin in that. I just wanted to make sure that you were even interested and we had the same ideals. He just texted me and says, thank you for your womb. It's a great place to grow my minions. Evil oh. laugh. <laughs> and he means minions of death. I'm fine with that. I, I would love to harbor your your tiny Satan babies. <laughs> Can't wait. I'll start prepping. You know what you can do Hmm. to prep? I learned this from a friend. They said something about putting olive oil around your area using this lovely two finger motion. That's a big one. Um, And then um, so I was like, that's hilarious. I wonder if anyone does this. A very close friend of mine said that she absolutely did. Mm -hmm. But then she said, but you forget your belly grows really big and then you can't do it anymore. So um, the husband is supposed to start aiding you, which part of me was like, yeah, you better get down there. And and, mm-hmm. and then when I tried to tell my sister to do this, she was like, absolutely not. Really? Yeah, because there are just some people that are like, I just want to get it done yeah. and have yeah. no nobody else down there. And other people are like, you need to be involved because you did this to, to me. Yeah, but can you think? It's so funny as an adult thinking about the, the, the lack of effort that really goes into the guy's part of making a human. And then we have to like rip open our body and eat our placentas. Ugh, no, thankfully there's like a new movie movement of dads trying to trying to be more involved but i don't know cameron i might i might tell you to to you know check under the hood every now and then oh man i know how i am under pressure i will probably be a nightmare and Mm. it'll be partially just me and my crazy brain but also the other part of me is like i'm gonna milk this i'm gonna milk this before i have to milk these Oh, because I'm not ready for kids. We're not right. ready. I'm not ready because if you have a baby, you can't be the baby. I'm not saying please kill the baby fever in me because having baby fever is like so stupid. No, it's like your body's you're telling biologically you. mm-hmm. built this way. And some if it weren't for the women who actually like desire to be a mom with their whole lives, like that's what they want. We wouldn't have these really great kids in the world. It's. That's so true. You know, and and there are people who are made to be that way to also allow people like me to have plenty of time to be indecisive or maybe not have babies or whatever. I think baby fever is okay. It should be celebrated, but I'm not ready. So don't push it on me, guys. Yeah, there's a nice balance between I want kids someday and I appreciate the cute ones and also having the balance of I like being selfish right now. Mm -hmm. So let's like pump the brakes for a second. I'm not ready to not be able to eat whenever I want and sleep well. Or just leave the house. Or just leave the house. Yeah. It's hard enough with dogs. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm tra- we're trying to travel for the holidays, and, and getting that all situated is enough. I can't imagine. When I see parents with multiple kids at the airport. Oh, I cannot imagine. Yikes. yikes. Or hearing my sister be like, oh, we're going on vacation, so I have to pack for me and Liam. It's a process. Even to go to the store with a baby is like a process It's a process. And they already wake you up super early and you don't have any sleep. It's like it is a huge sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just don't want to do that right now. I'm just like focusing on my brain and myself. But I like that we've actually talked about it. It's fun to talk about and think about. Ladies, if you want a kid and you're single, 
call up some of your eligible men and just yep. jump into it. Just scroll through the first person you texted last that happens to be single and uh, it works. It really does Apparently. work. You'd be surprised at what people would not only compliment your your genetics. Yeah, that was so nice. He was so nice. I was fully expecting him to A, think that you were just like hitting on him. You're like, yeah. yeah, I'm really into those jeans. I'd like to get into those jeans. Keep, keep, keep your stories <laughs> to yourself. To yourself until I say, okay, <laughs> baby fever is at capacity. I need your stories. Make them as horrifying as you possibly can. Yeah, if you have any crazy stories, let us know. Also, you guys, this is the first episode we're recording where we've been published on iTunes. So Woo! please. If you have not subscribed, please do and leave us a review. Uh, that really helps us yeah, a lot. Say thanks a lot for grossing me out. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know what a placenta was. Mm-hmm. Don't w- listen to this podcast because they're stupid. Placentots. That's a really good way to end this. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>